how do you feel about sales? I mean, is there a way genuinely to fall in love with sales? And that's something I hate doing, but it's essential to grow our business. And as a health professional, I've never liked it really until about a year or so ago when I was launching The Entrepreneur's Doctor. And I was taking a course and someone told me about a perspective shift. So today what I wanna do is teach those three kind of steps or principles that helped me get that perspective shift that I need so that I can really identify my ideal clients, whoever they may be, and actually offer them and have them take up my offer of something that I feel will actually help them create something of value that ends up improving health and well-being. So welcome to The Entrepreneur's Doctor, where we're here together in this tribe to help you to create a healthier, happier world through your ventures. Look, today I'm a bit nervous because it's the very first time that we're going to be doing this live with a group of friends in the audience who are going to be, uh, you know, engaging in discussion with me right after this initial 10-minute uh, conversation. You know, we're seeing a growing global, really, movement of fellow changemakers who are interested in innovation and entrepreneurship in the health sector. Um, I remember that very first episode where I was recording and even some of the live episodes and going live and there was one or two people in the crowd now we're getting an audience of people who really want to change and work together this isn't about me this is about a group of us who want to influence change so welcome and just for the format of this new podcast really you know for the first 10 or so minutes i'll be sharing and then in subsequent weeks we'll have guests come and share and you're welcome to come and teach as well if you wish um, and afterwards we're going to have a 10 to 15 minute conversation with anyone in the audience so if you are interested in coming and joining us here on zoom and having that conversation after the recording do check out the link in the description below and essentially it's the the website is entrepreneurs.doctor forward slash tribe All right, let's get started with today's topic. You know, I used to really, I still do, I hate selling. It's just not, it doesn't come naturally to me. And as a medic or as any kind of health professional, you know, our focus really is on doing the best we can for our patients. That's all we care about, whether it's individuals or communities at large. And I remember 18 years ago when I finished med school, I'd worked for a little bit here in the NHS and then decided to work in a clinic out in Cyprus and I had to collect money I had to make sales essentially to see patients it was a completely different business model and I would really just delegate all of that to the front desk and I'd say look when I'm treating a patient I don't want to have anything to do with the transaction because really as a medic or even as a any kind of health professional sometimes that financial transaction feels like it clouds the patient doctor uh, relationship and the, it feels like there's something wrong with that Maybe that's just because I've grown up in the NHS here in the UK. But as you know, sales isn't just about money. You know, every day we've got to sell, whether it's as founders, we want to sell our idea and pitch it to investors or partners who want to collaborate with us in, in identifying, you know, whether our solution works. Indeed, we're selling our experience when we want to get a new job or if we're a solopreneur as a consultant, for example, and you want to get that contract. 
And indeed, as a health professional or as an entrepreneur with a solution that helps improve people's lives, you've got to sell that offer. That's for, for example, you've got to sell the offer of this behavior change to help people with diabetes thrive, for example, as my friend Heath knows from Uncommon Diabetic. So you've got to sell, no matter what you do, you've got to sell to convert someone's behavior to take action. Now, fast forward to about a year ago, and I said I took this course and realized these three steps. So I'm going to share with you those three steps. And I've realized that without these three steps, I'm not going to be able to achieve either my professional or personal goals. You know, professionally, I want to help change makers, fellow change makers to create healthier, happier solutions, you know, solutions that make us healthier and happier. But also personally, you know, I want to I'm being honest with you, I'm really being transparent here. There's a selfish reason why I launched The Entrepreneur's Doctor. The business model itself is more conducive to a, a healthier lifestyle. You know, you're not working nights and weekends, you're controlling the hours you work with, you're control having better work-life balance and doing the creative side of things, which is what inspires me and energizes me. So let me jump right in. Three steps. The very first one is a concept that you might have heard of, and it's about switching from the idea of thinking about selling a product or a solution uh, in exchange for money. And instead you're thinking of selling as a service, you know, as a health professional, I'm sure if you are a health professional, you feel glad that you have the opportunity to, to serve and help people in their, solve their problems when it comes to their health and well-being. So what you've really got to believe in is that if you've got an offer, if you've got something that helps solve the problems of your clients, your patients, or whoever, your customers. If you don't offer and you don't help them with your offer, then you're actually doing a disservice to your clients. So you should feel guilty about not selling. That's number one. Step two is to sell what you love and you believe in. You know, it's really important. Otherwise, you're not going to convince anyone to pull out their card and actually pay you. And of course, you've got to have evidence that what you're selling actually works. And we talk about clinical research when it comes to, you know, drugs and medical devices and even digital health solutions. So you've got to have love and a passion for what you're selling, but also confidence in what you offer. So without that, you're going to feel like there's something missing and you won't have the confidence to sell. But most importantly, you've got to be so confident and so happy with what you're offering so that not only do you feel like it's a disservice by not making the offer, but you actually feel like your customer is actually missing out if they don't accept you on that offer. It's a whole different frame shift, mindset shift. And the third one is now to put aside the, the solution that you're actually offering and actually fall in love with the target audience, with your ideal customer. You know, once you have that empathy for who you care about, you'll appreciate their problems, their needs, their desires. And you'll be able to create solutions that matter for them. And that's critical at the beginning. Most of us are so focused on creating minimum viable products, MVPs. I'm seeing Phil here in the audience thinking of MVPs. And we're so focused on making sure that problem solution fit is critical. But that's where the MVP plays its part and the lean startup approach plays its part because all you care about is making sure you create something of value to your end customer. So you don't care what the MVP is. You'll keep trialing and you know trying different MVPs out until one hits and actually has an impact. So really fall in love with your customer, understand their true desires, and then you'll be able to create your first product and then grow your business in turn by creating new solutions for them because you understand them better. 
you know, whenever you're evaluating a business opportunity, not only should you understand how big the market is, you know, how many people have this problem, um, but you've also got to ask about do they want it, but also what specifically they want from your solution. That's really critical. I speak with entrepreneurs that are expert serial entrepreneurs, and yet they still forget these baby steps when they come up with new solutions and new products. Really go to town. And just this week, we've been talking about customer personas in the Power MBA that I, that I teach on. And it's, it, it's critical how, you know, understanding your customer is not only important when you're developing your solution, it's critical at every step of the way, every single step. You know, as soon as you understand their needs and their desires, then every decision you make, whether it's new products, but also every single piece of content marketing, ads, everything that goes out there. If you're doing podcasts, you know, this is, I'm talking about my world right now. Everything you say should hit home onto those, you know, that person that you're really trying to help. And I'm sure if you've worked with any marketing people, they'll ask you, you know, describe who that ideal customer is. But there's so much that goes into that. And we'll hopefully at a later episode of this, uh, we'll, we'll cover a bit more about who your ideal customer is. But I think you get the gist really, you know, in terms of understanding their needs, their desires, what's stopping them from buying or what are the decisions that they need to make to buy what you have to offer? What are their alternatives? And more importantly, how do you get to them? How do you offer there? Can they be found? Can you get to them, your go-to market strategy, your channels of getting to that market? What are those options that you have on the table? Look, I'll end with this and just give you an example of what the Entrepreneur's Doctor is all about and my two ideal clients, if that makes sense. And this has evolved over time, but it all started a year ago where I said, look, I want to end up with the vision of a healthier, happy world. I know how cheesy that sounds, but that's, that's me in a nutshell, you know, as a medic, that's all I care about. However, I want to work with people who have the, the inspiration to actually take action and actually do something with, with what you have to share with them. And entrepreneurs are change makers in that respect. You know, really, I've seen so many entrepreneurs see a pain, a problem, and they want to help solve that problem by creating a startup, a business around it. But you've got two kinds of entrepreneurs, typically. One are the entrepreneurs who um, don't come from a traditional health background professionally. And so they're looking for ways to enter and navigate the system, but also know how to play the health sector in a way that is more you know, conducive to the, the growth of their business. The other one is the entrepreneur who may be a health professional. They may be a doctor, a nurse, a, a, a you know, pharmacist, and they just want the core essential business skills. So that's number one. That's my ideal persona is the kind of the, the entrepreneur getting into the health sector. That's number one. And the other side is something that you might not have heard me talking about until recently, which is people like me. You know, there's a lot of people like me from medics to nurses and so on. And especially in the last um, probably two years, but it's been around all the time. We're suffering. We're really suffering from burnout. I tell every entrepreneur out there, if you're creating a solution for uh, the mental health, the workforce well-being, tell me about it. I want to hear about it. But I want to help, you know, other, other, sorry, not entrepreneurs, but health professionals who are kind of like me. They're intrigued about health innovation and entrepreneurship. They want to get involved, but they don't want to create their own startup necessarily. What they want to do is help other startups getting into the space and share their expertise and knowledge when it comes to navigating the health system, maybe their specialty. So that's something that I'll be developing over time is how to help people like me 
to come and create a business that not only allows them to share their knowledge and expertise with startups and entrepreneurs and other larger organizations, but also do it in a way using a business model that allows for that work-life balance and that freedom that you're looking for. All right, I'll stop there. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time. I hope, I really hope this has been of value. And what we're going to be doing now is with our friends here in the uh, Zoom room is really engaging in a bit of discussion to get their experiences. And I'm going to put two things out there to you before we uh, leave you in the, in the podcast world, if you like. Number one is if any of this resonates with you, come and join us, honestly, come and click the link below and come and join us on one of these Zoom calls. I'd love to meet you in person in one of these calls and hear more about your pain and struggle when it comes to the world of innovation and entrepreneurship. But secondly is let me know in the comments, and this is the question I'm going to ask the group today, you know, what is the specific or just one step you're going to take to feel better about selling something that really adds value to people's lives? All right, see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.